0: Look what I did. Welcome to Mummy and Daddy,
1: the podcast where we discuss horror movies featuring children. Because parenting can
0: be scary
1: and kids are definitely creepy. <laughs> I'm Mummy. My name is Carol, and I'm a writer, a producer, and I used to think I could do something for the kids. Mm.
0: I'm Daddy. My name is Josh, and I'm a music publisher, a podcaster, and the bastard son of a hundred maniacs.
1: We are parents to a seven-year-old we call Woo and a five-year-old we call Boo, and we love horror movies. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Mummy MummyXDeddyPod. And remember to tell a friend about the show or leave us a review wherever you listen. We love to read them, and they help other creeps like you find our show. Yes.
0: Hi. Welcome to the snake pit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Happy Halloween. Oh,
0: happy Halloween. The reason for the season deserves a creepier drop at the top.
1: Five, six, grab your cruise fix. Seven, eight, better stay up late. Nine, ten,
0: never, never, never sleep again. Angelo Badalamente, who did the music for this, just made Vincent Price rise from his grave.
1: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited to talk about this movie. But before we do that, we must talk about ourselves.
0: We must. We must.
1: How are you doing?
0: Oh, me? I'm good. I'm a little sleepy. This weekend was a biggie.
1: It was. I'm still riding high on Halloween party adrenaline.
0: Yes, absolutely. We threw a party for the kids, for our family. It was very fun to have a group over here. And just, and of course, Carol pulls out all the stops. We really upped our creepy game this year, I think. We, we probably tried. talked about it last I mean, episode a bit. But.
1: Compared to other families, I feel like, you know, we're still building our arsenal. But That's I true. try, I try to, yeah, I feel like cobwebs go a really long way. With That's true. Halloween decor. So we cobwebbed the heck out of our porch.
0: Yes. And um, it mixed in, uh, as Wu noted, with the actual cobwebs of real spiders already there. <laughs> he was excited to see that that happened. But it was nice to add some tombstones and some skeleton hands. Oh,
1: yeah. And I got a skeleton.
0: And a big full-size skeleton, as you all might have seen in our stories
1: Yes, I've been riding around with it in the passenger seat. And I think I might do that all of October from now on because it makes people so happy. I was driving and I was stopped at a stoplight in in the very front and a fire engine with the sirens going on the way to an actual emergency turns in front of me and the guy is like, the one of the firefighters looking out the window and like laughing and being like right on
0: it was funny but I was
1: also like you need to focus
0: yeah this is I, I know you can walk and shoot gum at the same time you probably didn't get into this line of the work for any other reason but I think that it's a good time to just stay focused on the task at hand yeah. every, every second counts as maybe you it was, say
1: maybe it was a cat in a tree or something you know that's
0: true He's not going anywhere
1: mm-hmm.
0: okay that's possible yeah, but
1: it was such a great weekend. Um, it really was. Such a fun time. We we dressed up.
0: Yeah, we unveiled our, our costume, which is always a big deal for yes. us. If not for anybody else. I do th- you know, I know we have some people who look out for it, but I...
1: I do think it spreads joy. I think it spreads a lot of joy. People have come to look to us to a very good group costume.
0: We're carrying the fire.
1: Yeah. And I, I try to at least hold the bar high enough that it, you know, delights people. Yes. That like, I'm not trying to outdo myself every year, but I do feel like we talk about the costume all year and then September, it gets really real. And so we we do let the kids pick the the theme. We all have to come to an agreement, but like lots of things get shot down.
0: Yeah, that's before. right. Yeah, they get picked. Yeah. <laughs> from a very select group of options.
1: No, I mean, it's always their ideas, but... It's it, true. This one was Boo's
0: idea. Yeah. This year.
1: It was Boo's idea, but Woo really had the, the um the, cru- was the The crucible?
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah. yeah the, he had the, the seed of the idea. He the, had
1: the the linchpin? The kernel. He had the kernel, the, oh. the kernel. Okay. So we were movie snacks. Yes. Classic movie snacks. Josh was a soda. Mm-hmm. I was a bag of popcorn. Yes. And Boo really wanted me to know it was a bag and not a box. Wow. Yeah, he was really...
0: (laughs) Do you show him the cardboard you use to shore up the inside of your costume?
1: Yeah, he's like, well, it's not a box, Mom. It doesn't have to be like that. I'm like, Jesus. Okay. He does
0: like to argue.
1: (laughs) He really does. And um, Boo was a bag of sour gummy worms. And Woo was a box of Junior Mints, which... um, He's obsessed with Junior Mints. I think my very favorite part of the whole costume mm. was his brown beret. Yeah, that looked exactly like a Junior Mint. Truly, and the joy that I get from this, like, yeah. it's a certain feeling. It's like the feeling when you see your kids like playing together, or you, you know, they. They do something just right after your own heart, you know. Something like it's like a I feel, heartstrings. I
0: feel like for you, on the morning of the party when mm-hmm. everybody's getting dressed, it, for you it was mo- almost more like, um, friend reunion is kind of it. Mm. R.I.P. Matthew Perry, but it was a
1: oh, uh, that, it, that like ha- that news broke during the party. That's that was right. Very sad.
0: It, that. In this Friends reunion, it was you being reunited with costumery and seeing the kids all dressed up and everything. But you were so excited. I felt It felt like if you saw old Friends, mm-hmm, you
1: mm-hmm. know, for
0: like the first time in years, but everybody's gathering at the house for like your big chill weekend. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's like, oh my God,
1: mm-hmm. Junior Mints is here. Yeah, because I had seen all the costumes already, but like right. seeing them all together. And then my sister on Donna, uh, she... And this was very spur of the moment because she had kind of forgotten that she had to put a costume together and there were a lot of other ideas floated, Mm -hmm. but she ended up being an Oscar statue. And it was perfect to the point where people thought it was a statue. And they were like, is that a statue or is that a person?
0: (laughs) It's so crazy. And also, it's very Donna that she would pull together like the most convincing costume in the shortest amount of time.
1: I know. It's 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 wild. Um, we have as a link, or what are those called? Like a high story highlights. We mm. have all of our Halloweens. And if you look back through there, she, her costumes are always just so over the top. Amazing.
0: And yeah, she always does them within like 48 hours of Halloween. Yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. I bought a garbage can at home Depot in September <laughs> and was still fiddling with it to turn it into a soda cup yesterday
1: it's always the morning of the party it's always the case that we spend so much time whenever there is an element and there always is an element that we make Mm -hmm. and it can absolutely never be reused or resold or it's just so specific like i was thinking about even the junior mince box i'm like what do we do with this like it has to go it has the time, like the money, isn't even the thing. It's the time. It, it is truly incalculable.
0: Oh yeah, no, I can't tell anybody <laughs> how much time was actually spent. Especially <laughs> like because it was nice that people would say things like oh, "you made this." And it's like it was cool, but it was also like it's not a lot. There's not a lot going on. You
1: just we have very high standards. It just it looks. Very good. It. Does. And, I'm
0: very. I'm very happy with it. But it wasn't. Do you know what I'm saying? It's not like. Well, yes, this had to be you know 3D printed and crafted or whatever. It's just like some no. stuff from Home Depot and some stuff gets cut out and that's I th- about it.
1: I think. I think that's the charm of it is that it's so simple. You know, like it's not like we're going and doing like a Hollywood version of anything. That's it's, true. It's the best kind of homemade. The you know like the the best. um believability that you that you yourself made it and but you're not like in any way a professional like that's true person a costume maker no we have plenty of those in this town so um yeah so it was a really good time and uh i had fun making actual snacks for the party i did make those skull cheese molds
0: which i can't (laughs) believe worked
1: i can't either it was uh, i feel like it's all over pinterest and instagram this year so
0: you guys are getting the full-on like day after the wedding <laughs> breakdown um even though it's not it's not even halloween yet it's merely the and today the day is af-
1: halloween if people that's listen right to you're it on, listening
0: to this yeah. on halloween and um you know and there is something to be said about we're of course like very proud of our our family costume but some people don't like a family a group costume
1: oh my gosh well you know what it's not some people it's really i think one person so
0: just one no there's got to be i bet there is a contingent of haters out there they're
1: just they're haters that's all they are so um on the scary mommy instagram website whatever um there was a post let's see so about a week ago, that is a family costume of, like, a family dressed up as skeletons. Really cute. And the headline is, Death Be to Family Halloween Costumes. Now, I really discourage anyone from actually clicking on this and reading it, because there's nothing more to the actual article. It's basically one person saying, in various ways, that they hate family Halloween costumes and they are quote unquote cringe. And cringe. I was very pleased to know when I went to go comment on it mm-hmm. from the mummy and, De- and daddy account, Yeah, please follow us on Instagram. Um,
0: and go like our comment underneath this post. <laughs>
1: that it. My comment was this reads like a click hole article because that's exactly what it, like if you've ever swiped and read an actual hole article
0: yeah where they are just repeating the premise over and over again
1: (laughs) yeah um it was like that but um most of the comments were along the lines of it's cringe to tell somebody that it's cringe for enjoying something you know and most people were like you need to you need this like this is clickbait you need to like just stop yucking people's yums and also what i really loved was one person's comment was on the author's page, she's posing with her beautiful family on Halloween in coordinating ninja outfits.
0: Shut the fuck up.
1: I know. So. Oh,
0: my God. Somebody call Garmadon. Go kill the family of ninjas. <laughs> that's a Ninjago villain. Um, I Look, that is too.
1: Yeah. So, so. That's so too rich. much. Yeah. Um, so I just, uh, I love a family costume. And I just. You I, got the people. Why not put them together? Right. And also nobody is making you this is That's right. This is the crux of every hater's gonna hate kind of thing. No one's making you do this. No one's trying to force this down your throat. So you have to witness something in the world that you don't like.
0: Oh my god. I would close ne- your eyes. That's- I would never in a million years think the opposite. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that like you would ever look at a family where Nobody is matching or coordinated in their costumes and be like, well, that's a waste of a night. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's like, it has to be, you have to get buy-in. We're also very aware that this just might not last, that it was already a struggle this year and that we've already talked to the kids about like, yo, if you want a different costume to go trick or treating with your friends, you can totally do that. Mm -hmm. But we do like to do the family costume, even if it's basically just for a photo op That still might be a thing we do every year. And that like, they're going to just have to deal with that as a weird thing with our family, you know, but it's, they can do whatever they want in terms of, of, of dressing up. I don't know. Again, why not? Costumes are fun. You got the ingredients, make a sandwich. You know what I mean? It's all right.
1: Well said. Okay. On that note, we could gush about our Halloween party and costumes forever.
0: We can't wait to gush about what you listeners are dressing up as for Halloween.
1: Yeah. Tell us. Send us
0: your family or non-family yes. costumes.
1: Send us the family costumes.
0: Tag us in your posts oh if you want us to share that. Oh
1: gosh, them. do it. But for now, we need to talk about a movie, Josh. A movie that is a sequel for this Spooktober of sequels. And that is A Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors. Dream Warriors! Okay, before we get into it.
0: So happy to be here.
1: We must tell the people what it's about. Luckily for us, Nick Reginas is here. Oh my to God. To do the heavy lifting. Nicholas. <laughs> um, okay. Springwood, Ohio, 1987. Haunted by horrible visions of a decrepit house. Ugh. <laughs> Suicidal teen. Hmm. Kristen Parker wakes up covered in blood after a nearly fatal encounter with ghastly Freddy Krueger. As a result, Kristen winds up in Weston Hills Psychiatric Hospital, a state facility studying sleep disorders, one short year after A Nightmare on Elm Street 2 Freddy's Revenge, 1985. Okay, that, oh, God. All right. That that movie has nothing to do with...
0: I, no, I also love the detail that this is a state hospital. This is no private facility. Yeah.
1: As Kristen discovers that her fellow patients all suffer from Freddy's attacks, a compassionate dream researcher with an unbreakable link to the past horror steps up to offer closure. But six agonizing years after the revenge spree in A Nightmare on Elm Street, 1984... No one has confronted the ethereal. Six killer. years. Well, yeah, I guess it's six years because now she's in grad school.
0: But aren't we just a year after the events of of Nightmare on Elm Street two? Yes. And it's nineteen
1: eighty seven. Well, oh, the don't don't worry about those. Nicholas those are the movies. Those are the movie um, release years. I think. Oh. Yeah, this that So he puts the movie release years but he also wants you to know the actual timeline of
0: is a few years earlier
1: is is a few years later later yeah or whatever i don't
0: think you should have brought this up nicholas
1: (laughs) no one has confronted the ethereal killer and lived to tell the tale and now desperate times call for desperate measures Do the last of the Elm Street children stand a chance of defeating the demonic architect of torment?
0: My goodness. The demonic architect of torment.
1: So loquacious, this one.
0: You're full of 50 cent words today. Mm -hmm. I'm still distracted by the years. So this is a big problem for me. And I don't like the implication that Kristen is like a like a queer eye cast member that she's so upset by the architectural Differences or mm-hmm. issues with this home, that that's mm-hmm. really what's haunted her. Yeah. Forced her to recreate it out of...
1: Paper mache.
0: Paper mache.
1: So I wrote down that this was creepy adult art, but then I was like, she is still a teenager. So this might be our first instance of creepy mm. teenage art. Certainly f-
0: creepy teenage sculpture. We don't get a lot. Yeah. Or diorama.
1: Right. Ooh, hereditary is still on the list. Oh, so that's right. We have Yes. It's okay. in our future there's more 3d, to come. 3D art yes Bob um, relief. it's such a great opening sequence um did this movie scare you
0: oh yeah no no i no it didn't scare me i i'm gonna have to talk a little bit about my history with this movie
1: oh go on
0: i watched this for the first time i was probably nine or two Maybe 10.
1: That's wild. Okay.
0: Um, I can't remember if I watched the first one first. I think I watched this one first. I think it uh, under the advice of my friend Ray, who said, like, I think he kind of knew like this one was more fun and Kay. less scary. Oh. However, certain images mm. remain with me mm. for a lifetime, mm-hmm. as do certain lines. We could just run through the best of Kincaid. <laughs> but um the souls of children that mm, power Freddy. yeah as he opens his shirt of course taryn's death mm. with uh and her track marks yes opening up again and like fun little fact. fish mouths
1: fun fact um her head was supposed to explode in that scene but they couldn't get the the effect to work oh huh. yeah I'll always love a head exploding. Yeah. Oh wow.
0: That would have that would have been incredible.
1: <laughs> I know. I know. When I read that, I was like, mm, that's a shame.
0: That is a missed opportunity. Yeah. Um. I mean, yeah. There's so much, so much about this, about this that sticks with you. And I, and so like, it truly haunted me for a long time. You know. But I always loved it. I, I was like my favorite for a very long time. So, wow. Yeah.
1: This was my first viewing. It's so fun. Mm -hmm. that's
0: so fun did this movie scare you
1: it didn't uh yeah it did scare me a bit it was very creepy very gory but in the way that i really like which is i'm still able to watch everything that's happening Mm -hmm. um i keep people keep talking about uh talk to me um which i think we've mentioned on the pot on the pod before but it's There were times in that movie where I had to cover my eyes, you know, it was just I knew I didn't want to see something I couldn't unsee like it was at that level Mm -hmm. of intensity. And this is just it's gory and gross and scary, but not um, but still, I think, you know, um, it's still digestible. Yeah, um, and, I mean,
0: and there is there are gnarly scenes. We didn't even talk about Philip's death sequence.
1: I know. So that, yeah, that in particular, when he he's basically Freddie's using Philip's veins as puppet strings, and um, a lot of vein stuff, a mm. lot of tongue stuff, as always with Freddie. Yeah,
0: he loves tongue um, <laughs> stuff.
1: Yeah, master um, of cunnilingus. Oh God um but the veins was it was so gross and so creepy and like that you know I didn't go to bed scared but and I didn't have bad dreams but man watching it was like and I really didn't know what was going to happen because sometimes the kids are able to save each other and sometimes they're not yeah but um yeah so it was creepy it wasn't as scary as the first one the second one was garbage in my opinion. That's fair. And um, this one was great. Just I mean, I can't wait to talk about all the things I loved. But yeah, yeah, all the vain stuff. Oof.
0: It, yeah, that's those are the things that like really stick with you. And then it's also the kind of movie that a hundred percent come with a giant trigger warning today. Like I don't think mm. it was definitely nothing I put together as a as a kid is how much it's focused on like teen suicide, which mm-hmm. I put in there as sort of like a Gen X moral panic, satanic panic kind of Mm -hmm. fear. And I mean, I think also because it was only newly being openly discussed kind of thing of the eighties into the Mm nineties was like, Oh yeah. Teenagers are sad sometimes and kill themselves, you know? And Mm -hmm. it was like, but it was still talked about as like a coward's way out and stuff in this movie, you know, it it had a Mm -hmm. lot of the rough language of like, 60s parents around mm-hmm. it but like i didn't really think about that at the time even though you're very aware that they are all like in a facility and many of them have tried to hurt themselves in the, yeah you know in the past um very, but yeah, all the very vulnerable
1: stuff. uh community there vulnerable dem- demographic
0: yeah yeah yeah. but lots of yeah it's it's but because of that i think a lot of it's very visceral truly literally visceral
1: yeah yep, yep. Yeah. So a couple of things I really, I really loved um, besides the puppet string veins. I just, oh my gosh, I love when Nancy's father comes to her in the dream, the very end, and like floats into the the nightmare.
0: Yes. very almost like Superman, the movie kind of thing.
1: Floats in is like I I I'm going now. I have to go. Like I love you so much, but I just w- I wanted to tell you I'm sorry for all the things that I did and didn't do. And and she's like I love you, Daddy. And she hugs him. And then it's Freddie, and he stabs her and kills her. And it's so perfect because it's so cheesy. Yes. And I think what I love so much about Freddie in general is like you can't beat him you yeah. can't it's He's not, a dream
0: creature he's
1: a dream creature he's going to kill you all your stupid plans all this dream warrior bullshit all your dream powers the teaming up it's dumb and it's not going to work and he's <laughs> like it's stupid and like you can't beat him i love it it's just so like because i didn't know what was going to happen in that scene i was like oh god this is this is bad like yeah. when, when he comes in i was like this is this is a misstep and then i was so happy that it was actually freddie
0: and i do wonder i wonder if there is any scholarship on the subject of was it actually her dad and does freddie then still like jump in there right at that moment doesn't or, matter
1: it's freddie's nightmare like he, yeah, it's his it's world his he's just fucking with you anything that you do like when when they like stab him or like use his own claw into him it's like it's you can't hurt him. He's undead. He's, he's, yeah, he's
0: like made of worms. Like, yeah. he, you know, even every, there are in other movies and stuff when, yeah, he gets like cut or whatever. You're like, yeah, he's made of gross stuff. Mm-hmm. The stuff of nightmares. Yeah. <laughs> it is really weird to think. And, and there are several moments in this movie where they sort of one strike, try to kill him. Mm-hmm. Like you mentioned, stabbing him with like, the and then they just give up piece of rebar. And like, yeah. Well, job well done. Just, especially the fact that the house Never revert. Reverts to normal. Like like of the. I'm a, I'm about to spoil the end of the first one. If you haven't seen it, and want to skip what I'm about to say. But um, the. At the end of the first one, when it's like she wakes up in her you know, like normal house and thinks like, oh, okay, great, everything's fine now. Mm-hmm. It's a normal day, and then goes into like the Freddy car. Mm-hmm. It's so it's so great. It's such a great little button on the whole thing. This kind of needed one of those moments of like the house maybe fades back into a normal suburban home. It gets cleaned up. You're mm-hmm. not surrounded by, you know, gross garbage covered in like human goop mm-hmm. or something. You mm-hmm. should be able it's you know, like we're just in a living room now, but never does. Yeah. And they still think they're safe in there, which is crazy to me.
1: I know it's, yeah. the The feeling of safety is you're never gonna get it with Freddie. You're never, never <laughs> you're never gonna get it. You're um, never gonna get it. I also really liked the junkyard scene when they're tr- the the dad and the psychiatrist are trying to give Freddie a proper burial. Yes, and like the skeleton comes alive. It's very cheesy, but it's still like it still works, and I love. That, like, how the dad dies and the whole thing is so creepy. And I really thought that all the cars were just going to implode on them.
0: Yeah. Oh, Um, yeah. But the stop motion stuff in this, the practical effects mm -hmm. look awesome. The skeleton looks so cool. Freddy's skeleton fighting him. You know, Mm -hmm. it's a little bit Clash of the Titans, but it's really fun. Um, And, like, they made it dark enough that I think they did a good like did a good job with it. And it does feel really menacing and sort of like, again, how am I going to stop this thing? He still has the claw hand. Mm-hmm. Like they just kept it with the skeleton. Yeah. Uh, and then, and also have, oh, there's like also like the little Freddie marionette in the mm-hmm. beginning too. That little stop motion, very like tool music video kind of brothers Quay, yeah. <laughs> like elements to it. that just look awesome and are really fun. Though I have to say, practical effects aside, of course, like one of my favorite things about this movie as a kid is the dream warriors, like mm-hmm. concept of them all just being like who they are in their dreams or like their most powerful selves. Um,
1: like Patricia Arquette she has these crazy acrobatic moves. Is it because she was a gymnast? I think I I don't
0: know if we ever saw that, but you, of course, were immediately like, oh, it's Mary Lou Lou Retton
1: (laughs) from Scrooged. (laughs) (laughs) Mary Lou Retton has Tiny Tim. (laughs) Yeah,
0: that was amazing.
1: And, um, like Joey can talk. He's like mute in real life. and but he
0: and he specifically, though, has like, a banshee scream, basically. you know, like I, mm, his voice has power, right. Yeah. It's like everybody does have a bit of a superpower, yeah,
1: because even the the kid who's in the wheelchair, he his his um dream power isn't walking. it's, right. it's, it's, it's his that d and d powers,
0: yeah. he's the wizard. He's the wizard master,
1: but again, doesn't matter what your dream power is cuz it never matters. <laughs> and it never actually beats Freddy, which I love. It's cool. It's a cool concept, It's but also kind of they funny. They all die.
0: <laughs> it's kind of funny that Nancy doesn't have one.
1: I know. It's interesting. And it,
0: she's the one who's been thinking about this the longest cuz she also talks about training them, which they never do. Yeah. We never a train I would have I would have fucking loved a dream training montage. Mhm.
1: Mhm. Um, but they can't. They can't do it because anytime they go to sleep, Freddie's there. Like oh, That's a
0: great point. Okay. That's fair.
1: But it, And also Patricia Arquette, Kristen, she, she also has a power of being able to pull people into her dreams. That's like kind of the crux of this whole thing.
0: That's right. That's how they all got together. It's like yeah. where... Because Nancy had never seen that before or mm-hmm. it, maybe had theorized it or, or something where it was mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, I can pull other people and how it's a very special power that... Um, that she can put to work, which I love. So that's an interesting wrinkle too. It would be kind of cool if it turned out all of these kids were specifically like special in a certain way. But I have a question
1: mm, for me.
0: Yes. Can I ask you something? Certainly. Who in
1: the front what you think? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh that's right dream warrior is gonna be immortalized on this podcast we're gonna have that is our new interview with a vampire drop
1: yes
0: it's fresh
1: what's your question
0: my question is this what would your dream power be
1: my dream power hmm so i feel like um something that I am never able to do in dreams mm-hmm. is like when I'm having a nightmare or if somebody's attacking me or whatever, like I can never it I know this isn't special. Everybody I think a lot of people have this, but like I'll be trying to punch somebody and it just won't it's like yes, being under the first thing I thought of as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Like that would be really, really cool to be able to actually fight in a dream mm-hmm. and like win. Um, but then another thing is w- along the lines of Patricia Arquette, like that, <laughs> that's very appealing because I've never been able to do any, like I can't even do a cartwheel. Yes. And so any kind of flips or jumps or anything, that would be really fun to be able to do in your dream.
0: It, absolutely.
1: Yeah. Yes. So you have the same answer. I like- guess I
0: kind of do. I think the only way I was thinking of that I had thought about it when I tried to formulate it into sort of something else, or it was hard not to think like, I'd like to be either like Batman or like, Captain America be somebody where it was kind mm. of this combination of all these powers which would be unfair if one if like Kincaid's like I'm really strong and then someone else is like well I'm that and also those other things <laughs> 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 um but I it, because it was it did come from that though that inability to throw a punch in a dream mm-hmm. um and uh, which I think is captured well in the first movie again when the stairs turn to marshmallow goo mm-hmm. um I, I. that's what that always made me think of is like when your dreams sort of slow you down or inhibit your, your movement. I could also see make making a case for just like also losing my moral compass as my superpower <laughs> in a dream space, especially when you're faced with such like an agent of chaos or like, you know, chaotic evil, like Freddy Krueger. Um, when you
1: become the evil, Josh,
0: for a time until i awaken you know but i don't live there if i win you know okay and i do think because i do find that in my dreams i still am governed by the same rules yeah that i that i know apply in life you i know? know
1: it's funny with dreams where you're like why didn't i just do that thing i could have just done it it's a dream and that's like, very well
0: i mean like specifically anytime i have any kind of like you know, infidelity dream is oh, what yeah, it is. Exactly. And that's, that's what it ends up being. Yeah. I, in my, in my dream space, I'm still like, I, c- this is crazy. You can't possibly, I what know. a terrible thing. I or know. It's just be like just, you know, enjoy your slumber. Or it's like, okay.
1: it, it's, yeah. And it, it's like, so certain dreams like that will start out as like oh i'm with this person or i'm married to another person yeah, no we're exactly
0: you don't we're like the we, we as a married couple don't exist in and the then dream space it slowly
1: infiltrates where you're then it'll be like oh no wait i you know some part of your brain is like ah, ah, ah it's so sad uh, why can't uh, we uh. just dream why can't we just dream about other people and just that's be, what
0: this whole podcast be has been waiting <laughs>
1: I mean, I feel like you should be able to dream and have a lot of fun with anybody. in your dreams, your dream.
0: That's right. Even each other.
1: Oh, I mean, um, that happens a lot. I have lots of dreams about you, just. Oh my goodness, you're blushing. The, 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 the listeners can't see. <laughs>
0: that was the steam coming out of my neck, my collar, out of the hole in my neck. Oh God. <laughs> um, I yeah, I think that would be fun. Uh, and kind of similarly with – I do still find myself – I'm most spooked in my dreams. Like when I have a nightmare, they tend to be – um Demonic in nature, you know, mm-hmm. it still is like the supernatural stuff where I think it's like those things that are still and you know invading my subconscious where it will be like a bargain with a witch or something wow, like that. That I, I make,
1: I never dream about that, it's always real threats because right. I'm a woman,
0: yeah, exactly. So that yeah. makes sense. So you sense. get to
1: dream about witches and stuff that don't exist, right? That's and so, nice. in your
0: dream, the you would. It's you, just someone attacking me
1: <laughs> someone attacking me someone trying to hurt my family hurt me um but in the dream power question i feel like it's the thing that you want to try to defeat freddie with you know because otherwise i feel mm-hmm. like well i you know i want to be a prolific writer or a yeah. accomplished chef or something you know where i'm like Yeah, that's true. Some other superpower, but if it's about beating Freddy, see, uh, that's a a total contradiction because you won't.
0: I love your point.
1: Unless I, and I feel like maybe this is in sequels and stuff. And I thought that it was going to be in this movie when it first started was like someone who's very good at lucid dreaming, where like you can actually like if you could take over, if you could take. If you could take the power back, you have no power over me. We watched a labyrinth with the kids yesterday. Yes. Um, Went great. But if you could, if you could get to that point of you have no power here. Right. You know, where you could be like, this is my dream. This
0: is my space. Yes. This is my space. I'm Tom.
1: (laughs) If you could become Tom. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I think that that would be, that'd be the ultimate of like, I cast you out.
0: Right. Well, and I thought that was an interesting I guess another fun answer here could be spatial manipulation, right? That if mm-hmm. it if it was if you start like, well, what would I be? It'd still just be like, well, yeah, I if it was like I'm the dungeon master. Like that's the implication, because they're playing mm-hmm. a DD ripoff game called Wizard Master. Mm-hmm. He says, I'm the Wizard Master, but it's really just a wizard. But if it was the dungeon master role and it was like, I I am the architect mm-hmm. of this stuff and that like you could start to take some of that stuff back, that would be...
1: If you put it in Matrix terms, all these kids are still like falling off the building, you know, they need yes. to know that they can control every little bit. They right. need to get to Neo level.
0: Yes. And so that's, that's it. That's not no... a fun movie. That's, that's not a
1: fun movie to watch.
0: It's also... Um, <laughs> it's a horror movie. Yeah, it's also not what like Nancy's coming in there with.
1: I'm not totally if sure Nancy, she has a plan. It, no, she doesn't have a plan. She 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 has a desire. That's all she has. That's
0: right. Yes. Um
1: And that's, you know, that's why I wasn't too sad to see her die. Although I feel like all of this could have been avoided. I mean, okay. When she's she goes to the bar to find her dad. Mm-hmm. Cuz she wants to know where Freddie's remains are. Little
0: and Nemo's bar by the way. Fun Easter egg I noticed after 20 cool. viewings of this movie. That
1: was cool. Little Little Nemo in Slumberland. Yeah. Is uh like one of the oldest comics, right? Yeah. Um
0: well, about or the, the kid who in falls in asleep new- in dreams
1: in newspapers like published. Yeah, 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 I
0: think yeah, it's the oldest comic. Yeah.
1: yeah. So she goes to Little Nemo's and she's with Dr. Gordon, the psychiatrist, and she's like, Dad, I want to know where the remains are. And she's talking
0: like, to Neil. She's talking to Dr. Gordon, calls him Daddy. No, I'm just kidding. Sorry.
1: No. She's with Dr. Gordon and she goes to this bar to find her dad, who's now an alcoholic security guard. security guard. guard. <laughs>
0: Love that detail. Love that.
1: He used to be a lieutenant. hmm Okay. And so he refuses to help her. She storms off and she's like, I got to go help the kids. And Dr. Gordon stays like gets into a fight with uh, with Lieutenant Thompson. I don't know why his name is not also
0: his first name is Lieutenant. Mm.
1: <laughs> All right. So her dad and he's like, you and me are going to go on a scavenger hunt. All right. So yeah. he he's like, we're going to go find those bones. Gosh, darn it. And she storms off and goes to the hospital to have one last group session and team up with the Warriors one last time.
0: Right. Because they find out that they put Kristen in the quiet room. Right. So she's about to fall asleep because all these kids are so... Mm-hmm. They've Yeah.
1: So if Nancy had not done that, if she had just stayed with them, mm-hmm. helped them, you know, basically... I don't know, you know, he he forces the dad. He's like, we're going to do this. And he's like, okay. Like he just told her no. No. Yeah. (laughs) But they go, if Nancy had just stayed there. He's turned into a real
0: beta as a drunk security guard. He has no authority whatsoever anymore. Yeah.
1: Kristen would have died Mm -hmm. in the quiet room. But not everybody else. Nancy and the dad and the doctor could have, all three of them, been trying to bury the bones. That would have been way easier that's true and then maybe it would have even worked and maybe kristen wouldn't have died but what happens is because they split up Mm -hmm. because nancy has no real or she had a plan to find his remains and then just like gives up on that so weird um and i know like you need the dream warrior scene and you need the climactic thing you know like story-wise i get why they did it but like it's just tragic because they so how many people die in there? One, two, three, four? Four kids die? Yeah. Does only Kristen and does only Kristen survive?
0: No, Kincaid, Kincaid. survives.
1: Okay. Um, so, but three of them die.
0: And Joey.
1: Does Joey survive?
0: I'm pretty sure.
1: Hmm. Okay. Well, either we'll way, know. lots yep. of people, more than one person. <laughs> It was just sad. Um, uh, So Nancy just, I wasn't sad when she died.
0: Oh, interesting. I was
1: like, "Eh, you're not really helping here.
0: Um, Do you have a best parenting moment in this movie?
1: I mean, in a normal world where Freddy isn't real, Mm -hmm. if it was just the parenting we're talking about, Not helping Nancy find the remains would be the right thing to do. As the dad, I feel like saying, "Like,
0: just leave alone. Stop. Just stop. Yeah.
1: Just you're being insane. Just stop. We're not going Uh to do that. But these are parents who took it upon themselves to burn a pedophile.
0: Like, yeah, mob a mob (laughs) of of parents murdered." Yeah, Freddie.
1: Which I'll get into it with my worst parenting move, but it is just like in the whole—you know—everybody's parents are terrible in this world. You know, like nobody's, nobody's believing the kids. None of the doctors are believing the kids. Except for Doctor Gordon, Mm -hmm. only when he sees proof of it.
0: Yeah, this. Yeah, because like this is the explanation from the other psychiatrist of dreams.
1: You won't make any progress until you recognize your dreams for what they are.
0: And what are they?
1: The byproducts of guilt. Psychological scars stemming from moral conflicts and overt sexuality. Oh great, mass my dick is killing me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, 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 Kincaid, yeah, so it was pretty
1: <laughs> pretty slim. Yeah. There's it, not too many great parenting moves, but I thought Well, this, this person, this dreamed up person Mm -hmm. has ruined your life. Like telling her no is, is would have been a good parenting move, but I don't know. Maybe it's a stretch. What was your best parenting?
0: Yeah. I think we're, we'll probably end up tackling this and I didn't think about it that way, but it's kind of the same thing. If I'm picking a real parent, I actually pick Kristen's mom. Um, In the, because in the beginning and she comes into the room and she's all upset but like she's not as she's not the alcoholic nancy's mom from nightmare on elm street one mm-hmm. she was out on a date she's a single mom she came home her daughter's still up at one in the morning blasting music hasn't drinking diet coke drinking diet coke hasn't slept in who knows how long she is and she has gotten her a shrink as she calls her but has her visiting a psychiatrist is like tr- recognizes a mm-hmm. problem that's out of her hands and is trying to help her w- with that at least in that scene scene seems to acknowledge that it's like a real problem that she respects <laughs> mm-hmm. later on she completely uh, yeah. subverts that but at the time um but yeah, like those things. I'm like, it's reasonable for her to come into the room and be upset that she's still awake, especially if she's on a date. Like, to just be like, I was really hoping you'd be asleep so that I could, you know, enjoy this time with this person. Now I have to like parent you, and you should have been, you mm-hmm. know, like I wasn't expecting them to do this. And, um, and to kind of be able to date in peace. So I felt like her, um, her short fuse was very warranted and like something I could already relate to. Like, when we're just trying to have our like two hours of, Quiet after bedtime, Mm -hmm. and like the kids aren't going to sleep and like keep coming out of bed, like you do, just get pissed off. So like Mm -hmm. I would imagine even more so if like now it's like basically a little adult living in your house too, and you're just like, let's be reasonable about this. Because again, the real world, there's no Freddy Krueger. We don't know if this mom's aware of that situation or not. Anyway, it does feel like that seemed like a fine response. She wasn't a jerk. She put her to bed. Yeah still tucked her in and she's like 16.
1: Mm-hmm. I love the replaying of that scene when she like wakes up back in that scene and yeah. she's like, I maybe that was all a dream. And then Freddie, yeah, where's the fucking bourbon? Yeah. That <laughs> yeah. Forever. Um It's uh, really good. Yep. Yep. Um, what was your, what was your worst?
0: Okay. This kind of gets into my, my best worst. I think that, yeah, so in the world where Freddie exists, Nancy is the worst parent in this movie. Nancy? Yeah, because with her as a caretaker for these kids, mm. these other because she's the adult. She's not a 16-year-old on the ward. Right, right, right. These kids are all significantly younger than her. They've all... And even though she's a grad student, that still means she's like 23, 24, 25, mm-hmm. 30. She's somewhere in that zone. And... And well, if she, we
1: follow the logic of Nicoraginus' timeline. Right. It's only six years after she's uh, in high school. so all right, She's
0: like 23, 22, yeah. something like that. Um, and yeah. And so and where I found that like her continuing to put the kids in harm's way was the most and, and completely acting out of her own like almost like sense of entitlement about what needs to happen and like what is right without like actually, I don't think ever like substantially communicating like what was at stake to Mm -hmm. other than like being very like,
1: well, she is like, all right, if you die in the dream world, you die, you know. It's right. like everybody in, they're like, "Okay."
0: Yeah, again, they're minors. They can't make this choice for themselves, right. so not great. And so then my other best in this world was Max, who's the orderly played by Larry mm. Fishburne, shout out the Matrix again. Um and This is a Matrix podcast. Yeah, um we tie everything back to the Matrix and explain how we're living in one. Um not the Matrix, but a Matrix. But I love the scene towards the end when he when he's responsible, besides the fact that he puts all the kids to bed, he calls them his kids. He says something to Nancy like' I, like, these are my kids and I'm, you know like responsible for them. I can't let you go in there like to when Kristen's in the quiet room, he's like, I was told to keep you out. I have to honor that. I can't like interfere with this. um and, and I I think, his measured approach to all of that stuff, the way he just like just kind of drew a line. He didn't have to be weird about it. And then but then when she still asked for like, well, can I go see the other kids like, yeah, that's OK. Mm-hmm. It's not like, no, you're cut out. You're out of here. It's like he's a logical um, actor in this in this whole scene. But at, at, his, at his core, he was trying to protect the kids where Nancy was just was trying to kill Freddy Krueger regardless of how many kids died to do it. Mm -hmm. So that I think uh, puts Nancy as worst parent in the movie. was your worst Mm -hmm. parent?
1: Well, the worst parenting move I thought um, was Kristen's mom. um, When she does admit her to the facility saying that she was just trying to kill herself for attention Yes, that's a classic no, no. I mean that's any, a
0: big no, no
1: any any behavior, even if it is quote unquote, for attention, mm-hmm. you could rephrase that as like for connection, for mm. to be seen, you know, like making it for attention makes us like she's just so dramatic. she you know, she right and that's that's really sad. And I can't even imagine like. A parent say really faced with a suicide attempt to say that it was for attention. Like you just did this basically for a good story or something. You did it to get, to get my attention. You did yeah. it to like, you know, for any other reason besides despair. Oh, <laughs> that's awful. it's awful. It's so to think about. awful. It's so and she comes off as such a lunatic in the in it, which is great. She yes, is.
0: exactly. It needed that scene. I mm-hmm. feel like I said, I think even to justify why the earlier one was like more akin to Nancy's mom as sort of this absentee. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, and that she's also, you know, she's rich. They have their like servant the <laughs> house um, who's packed up her stuff or whatever. I um, yeah, that for attention thing to never, yeah. to never insert yourself as the, as the reason why there was something missing there is like the craziest of all, mm-hmm. most egregious of all oversights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To not say like, oh, well, because I wasn't around as much as I should have been to help kind of guy, whatever the thing
1: mm-hmm.
0: is. But yeah, ugh, ugh, awful. This is definitely yeah. my first viewing of this as a parent. I don't think I'd seen it in Mm, probably 10 years or something. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But also provides like a clear break with the mom so that Nancy can kind of step in as like everybody's. Yes. You know, caretaker, as you were saying. Totally. I feel like we should rate the movie.
0: Oh, great. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to rate this some bitch. (laughs)
1: Okay. Oh, Freddie's really gotten you. Yeah. Fired up.
0: (laughs) I use bad language at home.
1: Some of the, Best deaths. Really. So oh excited to rate it. Okay. So clever. Um, I was thinking of when he says it's prime time, bitch. Or like you're on TV now, bitch. Or yeah. Whatever. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So for the movie.
0: He probably says both to be clear. Like with w- Joey. Or um, not Joey, but the wizard master. He's. Philip, is it? No. no Philip's the supposed- puppet. But. With the wizard master, he is having a
1: Yeah, Joey is the DD guy. A
0: blast with the wheelchair puns. He is going
1: off. Yeah. Apparently there was a bad boy,
0: he's allowed to say that sort of thing.
1: Apparently there was supposed to be some like transformer robot dream power. Yo, I was thinking about
0: that in my answer to the question because I was thinking about labyrinth and about how like a thing that for some reason I never like remember from the movie i haven't watched mm-hmm. it all the way through since i was a kid mm-hmm. i realized i watched it many times as a kid but not in probably 30 years uh, yeah know?
1: it's been so long
0: and every once in a while we get thrown on at like a party but i feel or you know yeah like or you'd see it on at a bar you know mm-hmm. that kind of mm-hmm. thing and or you try to watch it after you were out you know like oh labyrinth that could be fun We watch mm-hmm. like 20 minutes of it so only had these certain memories of it but like that other steampunk like robot Thing that they have to like fight right. at the end that has the goblin driver and i'm like oh that is so cool how i because i would want that because that's what i always felt was missing from kincaid's strongman his circus strongman vibe yes is he still has skin and mm. freddy krueger has razor blades for fingers yeah <laughs> so it does feel even if he's not doing anything else other than just being classic freddy yeah you're doomed
1: Yeah, it was like a budgetary constraint thing, which is so sad. You think about all the money, all the money in the world, and you just couldn't... Now, sometimes budgetary constraints make for like the best things about movies, and I Mm -hmm. love that. I think it leads to so much creativity. But if it was something where... Yeah, it's like you could have just done it if you had gotten more money. It's so sad.
0: Yeah, especially for like a movie that is clearly so successful. And they had... It's clearly spent so much more money on this one than the previous two, Mm -hmm. that it is a little sad. Where it's like, oh yeah, but we couldn't get an extra fifty k to try the head Mm -hmm. explosion one more time,
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: or you know, put Kincaid into like a you know some kind of like fitness boot camp for six weeks and get him shredded for the for the Mm -hmm. dream sequences.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay, this movie. Mm. How many? baptismal fonts tainted with gin
0: (laughs) with a little bit of peppermint
1: schnapps (laughs) yeah oh Um, boy to
0: play a game of what was lieutenant drinking (laughs) yeah um
1: out of three how many would you give
0: three baptismal fonts easily Mm. it's a classic I'm, I don't know if there's much else to say about it. It's so good. And especially rewatching it and noticing some of this other little details in there. I had so much fun. I had in my, of course, in my memory of it, everyone has a little bit more time to shine in mm. this movie. The Dream Warriors are dispensed with almost immediately. Yeah. <laughs> Each one in quick succession. And I would have love to see them team up but i think again it is it speaks to freddie's supremacy that he uh is able to do that and i just it's it looks great and even though again they spent a lot more money than they did on the previous two and even got dock to record the title song dream warriors and the end credits it is a the the video for which was at the end of the movie on the vhs um they had they still kept like the spirit of it going yeah. in such a, so in such a fun and it's fun. And I think Freddie is fun. Yeah. And so, and it's gross. You have to have both in equal measure. And I think this one does it yeah. really
1: well. Yeah. Less scary, but still everything mm-hmm. else.
0: How many baptismal fonts tainted with gin do you give uh, this? Or
1: maybe, maybe it's like a peach brandy it was clear
0: it was clear that's what peppermint schnapps was the first thing that came to mind because i do just remember i have specific memory of uh i'll say friend of the pod Joan ford getting super wasted on peppermint schnapps in, in college that's yeah. like one of those like just buy that one for me kinds <laughs> of moves um
1: i give i give this movie three out of three baptismal fonts tainted with peppermint schnapps okay it's really really great. Really fun. Peach brandy. Also for a sequel. <laughs> also for a sequel to like yeah. be as good as it is. It's extra points.
0: Totally. Totally. Um 4 out of 3. 4 out of 3. Yes.
1: I can't do that. I'm going to do 3 out of 3. I mean, I feel like this I would mean, be tr- a weird one to give you know, it's not like, like my favorite all-time <laughs> scary movie. I would give yeah other movies that yeah but i but i do think it's great and i'm happy for it
0: yeah like i said this is one of this is one of mine i do love it i yeah do we even tell people that when we were at the pumpkin festival on the east coast i don't remember if we talked about that last episode we
1: haven't We we went
0: back east for a wedding we went to like a wonderful like harvest festival and one of like the two vendors there that wasn't a don't tread on me, um, you know, January six promoter. Uh, That was just one little tent, but there were a couple other ones. And this one was this woman who does these horror themed embroideries. And it was the first time in my life I've ever been excited by a tea towel. And there was a whole rack of them,
1: but not the last, not
0: the last. It turns out I'm a man of a certain age. And now I'm like, wow, holiday based home decor. Sure. Why not? And, I found these. I was like, "We have to get these," and we got um, we got like almost sort of what would you say, kind of college font. Freddie tea towel that says mm-hmm. Freddie, and then it says Elm Street underneath, and in the middle, of course, is an embroidered Freddie like licking his gloved hand or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like w-
1: established nineteen eighty four or something. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And then um, and another one that is not the college design. We did not go for the set because they also had a Freddy, uh, Jason and a Michael Myers. Um,
1: we did get Aunt Monica, the yes. Pennywise one that was yes. like that. It's like dairy, mm-hmm.
0: And I wonder what year they picked mm. for when.
1: I did post photos of this on our story. That's right.
0: I knew there was some yeah, and sharing.
1: I, I put a that. link to her website and it's funny because like the website's just so normal and like all the other stuff is so normal. Oh, wow! It's not that like she just she this does, is not year round. Like, she this does like my time to shine. Yeah. She does like live, laugh, love situation. That makes sense. Yeah. But all of these were so so well done and so like um, thoughtful with with each movie.
0: Yeah. We got a uh, another Wes Craven themed one, which is a, uh, a ghost face mm-hmm. a scream as Boo calls it with um, that's Stabbing a jack-o'-lantern, and the jack-o'-lantern's bleeding.
1: Wes Craven, since you bring him up, um, apparently wrote the first draft of this script, and then came on as like an executive producer because he wanted to get a percentage point, which he did not get in the first movie. <gasps> I mean, he's fine, but like that's crazy. And so he was like, "Yeah, I thought they were gonna like, I thought I was gonna be involved every step of the way. They they didn't." They didn't ask him another question in the entire making of the movie. And I guess the director and somebody else made a bunch of changes in the script. So, wow. yeah, isn't that crazy? I mean, it still turned out to be a great movie, but yeah. I, I wonder what, you know, sometimes those things are for the best, but it's true.
0: Yeah. We always look to Star Wars as a good example. You can't, uh, you don't always want to know what's in their heads but yeah i would have loved to i would love to read his original screenplay mm-hmm. i guess this. robert
1: england actually wrote a treatment for the film and he um it was called freddie's Funhouse, and i guess it was it was later used like part of the idea was later used in the pilot episode of freddie's nightmares after they like found this the treatment you know Oh, cool. Yeah.
0: oh, that'd be awesome. I've never seen any of that. I wonder if that's like any good. yeah, at all. A lot of those like horror shows, like the anthology shows and stuff like that. I never um I never watch like.
1: Yeah, we said we were going to do TV, but instead we did three movies and Spooktober sequels. So
0: agree. It's all good. Whatever. It's fine. I wonder if this is available somewhere. It's got to be two seasons. 1988 too. like in the middle of like truly the height of this series. I would have thought it would have been done sort of like after they Mm -hmm. uh, were kind of wrapping it up pre New Nightmare or something. Anyway, very cool um some rules so i guess we should move on to rating the kids in it yes uh carol how many dry teaspoons of maxwell house instant coffee oh with the dc chaser do you give the kids do you give oh the dream warriors at this moment? she
1: just eats it she just eats it just why oh it's like that. the cinnamon challenge but worse dude
0: just get caffeine pills get no dose
1: Oh, God. Uh, the kids in this movie. Um, oh, my gosh. I love, I love. How, out of how many?
0: Oh, we're going to have, in a case of Diet Coke, you'd have 12 cans. So we'll go 12.
1: 12. Okay. <laughs> um, 12 out of 12. Love, love them so much. Absolutely. Pat- Patricia Arcat, incredible. You can just see. That she is like heads and shoulders above everybody else acting wise. Oh I is. mean, it's just so good, and I love, I love all the kids in it. But like, you can just tell she's she's a star, yeah. And if she hadn't been, I, I don't know. I feel like she would still be remembered for this incredible role. Like just her, the timber of her voice. She's just so good. Yeah, she's doing um, a
0: lot. She has, she has all of the, um, yeah.
1: She's haunted, mm-hmm. you know. And then um, I love Taryn.
0: Taryn's great. I I
1: thought she was so raw, like as as also the former drug addict, like she has such a raw way about every every scene she's in. Kincaid, amazing. The girl who um, gets to be on TV was great. Like they're all very, um, you know, they're they're all they're not like uh, stereotypical. I feel like like the. You know, there's not really like the jock and the nerd. I mean, there is a nerd, but he, you know, there's more to him. Yeah.
0: And Philip, Philip, yeah. too. I meant to look up to see if he's in other stuff because he reminded me. Uh, I'll tell you right now. I give them 12 out of 12, of course, mm-hmm. um, that Philip reminded me of like a a Corey Feldman. You know, like he was mm-hmm. bringing some of that energy yeah. to this movie. And it did make me think like you should have been like. B tier Corey Feldman mm-hmm. and gotten a lot of that runoff because I imagine there was a ton. Mm-hmm. You're in the only in like the mid late 80s, yeah. And he would have been a mess by that point. I think it'd have been great, yeah, for him. I wonder, I, I don't know. Oh, here, I'm gonna find out. I'm gonna look, I'm gonna look. Um, and Kincaid again, by far, like you know, let's go kick this motherfucker's ass all over dreamland. Mm-hmm. Kruger, pussy, which I always in my mind was Fred A. Plus A, because of the double Ys, but it's not. It's Kruger. Um
1: oh.
0: And, um, okay, my dude. Yes. Okay. This guy is in Stand By Me. Oh, yeah. He's in Fire in the Sky. And by the oh. way, this movie has been chasing us yeah. this
1: month. Lots of people talking about it. Well, it's because we were talking about the docuseries Encounters and everybody's main reference point for chilling alien tales is fire in the sky you know yes
0: it is but i feel like it's come up a couple times outside of that and Hmm. it is anyway he's in there somewhere he's part of the ensemble he's not the main guy from it but it does make me i mean yeah like the dude is all right he's still working that's great i'm happy for him um and kincaid on this rewatch though reminded me a lot of um Titus Burgess from <laughs> uh Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt.
1: Uh yes. Um, Titus Andronicus on uh, on that show.
0: Yes. So marvelous.
1: So good. Um well before we wrap it up here, I do have um some scary good stuff. Oh. And I actually posted this as last week's um what we're listening to Wednesdays, which I've been really enjoying doing. I hope people are um, listening to some other fun podcasts that we enjoy. I mean, I'm just such a podcast junkie that, like, if someone recommends a podcast to me, mm-hmm. they're like, "Oh, I just like binge this, and like, I'll just tear through it in a yeah. couple of days." Like, you talk kind of helpful
0: if you talk one up, especially if it's something yeah. like that. If it's kind of bite size,
1: yeah. So this podcast is called other world it's massive it was just um written up in the la times this week and we came upon it through search engine which is another great podcast um they put, did that thing where they instead of an episode they post another person's episode. yeah it's like
0: basically added it to their feed for a week with like a little intro
1: yeah um that'd be great if somebody did that for us yeah consider it um, yeah <laughs> um pj vote we're phoebe judge phoebe judge I'm Phoebe Judge. I'm Phoebe Judge. You know, that's like her, the merch is like the hat that says, says that. that. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: See you tomorrow. Um. <laughs> uh,
1: so Otherworld is this podcast. It's all about real paranormal um, tales. And the most recent series is a five part series called Many Things. And I rec- I want to recommend it because um, it really answers the question that we had From a few episodes ago, or maybe even last episode, we did Conjuring. The last episode,
0: no, last was Paranormal Activity three. It was last episode. Oh, okay,
1: Paranormal Activity. Yeah. So the the question we had the interview with a vampire was, "What would you do? What would you really do if this happened?" And and that is what you do. That's what you do this is what happens you they they explore a lot of different avenues but it's a a haunted house and um it's a great it's a great series
0: about a couple who moves in to a haunted house Mm -hmm. and they have a young kid yeah so
1: well they don't they don't have a kid they luckily luckily they're not
0: they are parents now though
1: yeah um very excited for the movie you know uh, miniseries. I don't, it's definitely going to be. Yeah, made get a into la- one. lawyer up. Yeah, family. <laughs> um, and then also, I have a kids are creepyard right. <gasps> Tell me about the kids. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful
0: special freddy three tag on that
1: one so first of all when we got back from our trip to Mm -hmm. the east coast i was trying to unlock boo's suitcase i was trying to pop open the little things and um i saw that all the numbers were turned they're usually on zero 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 so we can just uh, right they're never it's never locked but all the numbers were turned Six, six, six. Whoa. So I went over to Boo and I was like, hey, did you turn the numbers on your your suitcase? And he goes, yeah, all nines. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so. so the real Kids Are Creepy All Right was um more of a Kids Are Existential All Right. But we were walking. <laughs> I have a job for that. <laughs> <laughs> we, we were walking to school and we it was the day that there was this big fundraiser at school so we were both there and like just walking with like all all these friends walking to school like it just felt like there were all these people around and i'm holding Woo's hand which i know the days are numbered for that he's in second grade so like
0: yeah soak it up
1: yeah and he goes mom um if we're all going to die what's the point of living boom (laughs) And it just just
0: asking that timber as well. Yeah,
1: just like you know, like what are what are we doing after school? And can I play Minecraft with my friend? Mm-hmm. It was just, and I was just like, you know, it. It's a great question. It's a big question for the walk to school. It's a cool question for the ages, really. Um, yes, <laughs> but if you one have might an say answer, the, yeah. que- the 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 question, um, but I. I did just say like, well, what do you, you know, what do you think? And he goes, well, I asked the question, mom. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, but like sometimes when we ask questions, we kind of have an answer in our minds. Like we might have a guess. Mm -hmm. He's like, I don't know. I'm like, well, what do you like about being alive? And he said that he likes his family and his friends and video games. And then he also added, it was like a few minutes of, silence he goes actually technology and pizza <laughs> we're out
0: on the on the revision on the rework
1: yeah we, have a, we, oh, we got boy. cut out i was very pleased to hear that family was first though I was like, uh, incredible nice. I mean, i'm I amazed video games would have been first pizza close i would second. have thought
0: family would never make the cut
1: <laughs> i know wow um wow but anyway um question of the week for everyone uh if anybody has any answers to that. Oh, that's the question of the week. Okay. I'll make, I'll make it. How about a question of the week is what's your dream? power? What's your dream power? Yeah. But you know, any, any, um, any answers to what's the point of living? Um, we're not suicidal teens, but we still want to know.
0: That's right. That's right. You know, you guys can question your existence all you want, but don't be a creep. Get in touch. You can email us at mummyxdaddy at gmail.com or on Instagram, the artist formerly known as Twitter and Facebook at Mummy pod Visit us on the internet for show notes and more at mummyxdaddy.com
1: And if you like what you hear, please leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. And please tell a friend. Our theme music is by Kyle Andrews. Our logo was designed by Dara Weinberg. Maggie Spaulding will dream you into a beautiful dream. Bye. co
0: a ball. And something about Elm Street was the movie we saw. The way it started was decent, you know, nothing real fancy about this homeboy named Fred and this girl named Nancy. But word, when it was over, I said, yo, that was death. And everything seemed all right when we left. But when I got home and laid down to sleep, that began the nightmare on
1: my street.
0: All right, fellas. Lights out. Oh, Max. Oh, Max. You know the rules. Yeah. Come on, Joey, you too. Every time we get a good game going, it's always lights out. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay.
0: <sighs> good night,
1: Max. night, Max.